This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons by Rev. Adam Moline of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today is the words of the Epistle lesson, especially these words. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but... To us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Your friends in Christ, quite the words, right? But they're true. The word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Those who are perishing have no time to hear about how God made the world in creation because they believe the universe came about on its own. They tell you an infinitely small, infinitely dense point of nothingness suddenly started expanding 13 billion years ago to become everything that you see. The word of the cross is folly to them. And those who are perishing have no need for an Adam and an Eve because they believe life came about naturally, that DNA naturally formed, growing on its own on the back of crystals, billions of atoms arranging themselves all on their own. They have no need for the word of the cross. And what's more, those who are perishing believe that the incredible diversity of life that we see here on earth came about naturally through evolution and natural selection, even though no one has been able to reproduce it on their own. The word of the cross is folly to them. The word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. And the forgiveness of sins is foolish as well. After all, they would say there's no such thing as sin. There's nothing that's right or wrong, at least not in an absolute sort of way. Everyone must decide for themselves. If it feels right to you, do it. If it feels wrong to you, don't do it. But don't try and push your moral values on others. The word of the cross is foolishness to them. Those who are perishing promote all manner of evil. After all, if there is no right or wrong, if there is no sin, then anything goes. Living together outside marriage, gay marriage, racism, abortion, gossip, theft, cursing, swearing, hate, anything goes. So long as you fit in with the majority of people... So long as you don't get erased from society, cancel culture after all. The word of the cross, though, 
is foolishness. Oh, and if you are struggling with any of these sins, any of those challenges, any of those things, then you ought to embrace it. Make that your identity. Who wouldn't want their entire identity tied up in their gender, their actions? But the word of the cross, well, that, that's foolishness. And if you call sin, sin, if you speak what the scriptures say, you're canceled. You're erased from society. After all, the word of the cross is foolish. And in terms of death, well, the world has its own ideas then, too. It calls the word of the cross foolishness because the world believes weird things about death. Some people believe that death is the end and then there is no more. Some people believe there's no such thing as hell. Everyone will be saved and happy in heaven. Some people believe that their loved ones come back as animals or go and live in a tree becoming one with nature. But the word of the cross, the word of resurrection, well, that's foolish. That's nonsense to those who are perishing. Some become so empty when faced with death, they know not what to do. They leave offerings at the graves, beer bottles, bottles of whiskey, teddy bears. They have fancy headstones with pictures of what was important to that person in their lifetime. You can even order a motorcycle-shaped headstone if you like riding motorcycles. Putting that over your bones, that ought to count for something, right? But the word of the cross, that's foolishness to those who are perishing. And the emptiness that all these people feel ultimately stems from the idea that there was no Jesus, that he didn't die on the cross, that he didn't raise from the dead, and that there is no hope. All we have is what we have now, and when it's over, it's over. The word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Sometimes, maybe just perhaps, the word of the cross sounds foolish even to our own sinful nature. Maybe sometimes we feel that emptiness 
Maybe sometimes we don't know where to turn. Maybe sometimes we foolishly act as if Christ didn't matter. We foolishly skip church. Foolishly avoid God's house. Foolishly believe the philosophy and lies of the world. Maybe we sometimes foolishly demand a sign. God, if you're out there, just do what I want. Do it now. Maybe we foolishly listen to the wisdom of the world, too smart in ourselves to be duped by religious mumbo-jumbo. But the great equalizer still stands before us, staring us straight in the eyes. It's unavoidable. One day, we'll die. One day, our body will perish. What then? What hope will you have on that day when death confronts you? What hope do you have when the sin of this world affects the ones that you love? When they sin against you and you feel the hurt and the pain that means it's real. Sin isn't imaginary. What hope do you have when you're the one who sinned against another? And that guilt penetrates every fiber of your being, keeping you awake even at night. What hope then? Jesus says, whoever loves his life loses it. Whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Where do you fall? What's your hope? Is Jesus just foolishness and folly? Is there no meaning in this life? Or is there something more? Repent. Repent of your sin. Repent of your inward turnedness. 
Repent of what you've done wrong against others. Repent of your doubt. And hear St. Paul's words. The word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to you, to you who are being saved, who will be saved, who will live and not die, to you the word of the cross is not foolishness. It is the power of God for your salvation, for your eternal life. To you who are being saved, the gospel is the good news of how God has won your salvation in Jesus. In his blood being shed, in his life being given, in his cross, in his death, in his resurrection. To you... Dear Christian, who are being saved, the cross is the message that stands up to the face of all that the world can throw at you. To you, it means that even though the world criticize, hate, persecute, complain against, or even kill you, you will live forever, world without end. The word of the cross is for you. And we Christians trust that word above all other words, before all other signs, before any of the world's so-called wisdom. The word of the cross is our hope. And certainty. It is only in the Word of God that we find true wisdom. Scripture says, wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord. We see that with Elijah. God isn't present in the wind or the earthquake or the fire, He's present in the Word, the Word that points to Christ. We see that. In all of the Old Testament, where people keep looking forward to the promised seed. We'll learn about that in confirmation class this year. The word of the cross that is the hope and promise for us as Christians. Where is that word? It's right here. The word of the cross is a word that comes to you spoken through the lowly, sinful mouth of pastors. The word itself brings God's forgiveness to you. When the pastor's lips say, your sins are forgiven in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, God is at work in that word. It is His word. When the words of the pastor say, 
Take, eat, this is my body. Take, drink, this is my blood. God is at work in that word, bringing the crucified and risen body of Jesus to you. Even if we can't understand with worldly wisdom how it happens. When you first came into the church, When the pastor poured water on your head and said, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, God was at work in that word to cleanse you from your sin by clothing you in the robe of Christ's righteousness. So that when God looks at you, he does not see your sin. He sees Jesus crucified for you. Word of the cross comes to your ears. And though your sins were as scarlet, God washes them whiter than snow. It sounds foolish. The world laughs at what we believe. Tell us it must not be true. It must be a lie. And they keep on going on, perishing, dying. But for us, that word is everything. The foolishness of God is wiser than the greatest wisdom that any man could come up with. And though it might not appear so now, our faith will be proved true. On the last day, when God will raise you and me and all of the dead and give eternal life to you and to me and all who believe the word of the cross, says, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. God will reveal the truth. He'll destroy all sin. He'll eliminate all false words. And we will fully realize the peace, the comfort, joy, and the wonder of all our faith has to offer. All because of the word, the word of Jesus, the word of the cross. It's foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us, it is the power of God for our salvation. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I ask you.
This has been With Intrepid Heart Sermons by Pastor Adam Moline. The words, With Intrepid Hearts, come from the conclusion to the Book of Concord where it is written, By God's grace, with intrepid hearts, we are willing to appear before the judgment seat of Christ with this confession, and give an account of it. We will not speak or write anything contrary to this confession, either publicly or privately. By the strength of God's grace, we intend to abide by it.